0: Hello everybody and welcome to a special episode of the Bad Motor GP podcast because as you see we have a guest that you may have never seen before. This is Riley Jordan and uh, he sent me a very very interesting message which I will read to you in a minute. And yeah I'm visiting my mom right now so I don't have my microphones with me uh, because this came uh, together a little bit spontaneous. We were planning this uh, for a while now but the exact date is a uh, Uh, is a spontaneous one because we live like on the opposite side of the globe so it's always a little bit tricky with the time difference but yeah if you uh, have unfamiliarly bad audio quality i'm sorry for this it's just my uh, macbook um, microphone so next time will be hopefully again in the normal setting and uh, yeah on the 10th of september riley uh, sent me a message And I will just read it out. It says, uh, I will put it in the caption below as well, so you can read it if uh, you don't understand what I'm saying. He uh, said, hello, I'll keep this short and sweet. My Nan recently died of cancer, and in her honor, I've bought tickets to Phillip Island for me and a terminally ill cancer patient expected to live no, uh, no more than the end of the year. Her wish is to meet Remy, and I also wanted Remy to shave my head to raise money for charity. No obligation, but if you have any contact with Remy, please pass this on. So I uh, read your message and it was really beautiful because I had family members dying of uh, cancer as well. So, you know, basically everybody knows someone. It's a shitty disease and I appreciate appreciate your effort there. So uh, what I did, I uh, took a screenshot of this, sent it to Remy, said, hey, uh, I got this message today. I felt like you should read it. And then put your ad and the rest, basically, I uh, don't know exactly what happened. I just, spoiler alert, it came, uh, the plan came into fruition at Phillip Island and we're here to discuss the whole story. So uh, yeah, I would like to give you uh, the platform right now to explain to me the story, which I only saw like on Instagram photos and uh, for everybody else who hasn't seen those photos before
1: yeah i'll, I'll fill you in it like just like i'll fill the, the listeners in um i just i'll start from the the very beginning like how it all started so my dad used to race professionally and all that so that's how i got into to bikes and um riding all the time and um used to race racing motocross and stuff and then only recently about two years ago got into road bikes and then started riding road bikes and then got into moto gp like real heavily and you know that's what I that was me and my dad's thing. That's how we how we bonded. And you know we worked on bikes and watched bikes and road bikes and just did everything with bikes. So that's how we how we bonded. And um, yeah. And then the in August, when um, then sadly passed away with with cancer. And you know my whole my mum's side of my family, everyone's died from cancer. There's not been a single person that hasn't died from cancer. And, and very young too. My name was very old. She was uh, 96. So she um, she did very well. She didn't get it until she was 95. But everyone else, you know, around 56 years died from cancer. So it's really affected our family. And that happened. And, you know, I was obviously pretty sad and, you know, not very cheerful. And then um, and we had uh, tickets for the GP. Um, it was for my 18th birthday the year before. But it got cancelled with uh, COVID. So we had them for this year. And um so we'll go into that. And um just we got the the hospitality suite. We wanted to make it a big one, a special one, and for our first one together. And so we got some pretty expensive tickets and it was it was definitely worth it. But um yeah, so all leading up to it and then um like a month beforehand, month before Philip Island, my my dad and my stepmom got divorced. So I'm like, shit, like we've got three tickets and only two of us are going, you know, what are we going to do with them? So we sat there, we thought, we thought, we thought. And I remember like a, a while ago, I seen a guy on, on Reddit, he gave his ticket away because he couldn't go. And like he would just chose someone from the comments. I thought, oh, that's really cool because, you know, everyone on, on that subreddit is going to want to go. They're obviously in that subreddit for a reason. So I thought that's pretty cool. And I was like, yeah, I I might do that. So I put it up on Reddit. You know, I I could even send you the the Reddit post if you want and I can try and find it. Um and yeah, everyone went berserk, everyone was, you know, was loving it. and, And um, and then this girl commented and she's like, oh, you know, you should do a do it, like give it to her, make a wish. And I thought, that is perfect. Like, how did we not think of that? Should definitely do that. And, um so I commented I said like that is an awesome idea you know we'll do it um thank you anyway and then she replied and she's I can't remember the, the exact reply but I'd have to find it but um she was like uh, oh like if you do give it to make a wish like uh, um, I can't remember her exact words but it's something like oh like I am you know a part of make a wish or I've got cancer or something along those lines. I thought, oh shit! Like, you know, so I texted straight away. I was like, you know, like, sent her a DM and was asking her all these questions about it, and, you know, really in depth. And we got chatting for ages and that night, and I was super excited. I was like, oh, like, this is perfect. Like, it's absolutely perfect. She she loves bikes. She was going to start racing. She's been to, you know, all the world superbikes and, but never to a GP. Um. And, yeah, she was like, I'm, I'm terminally ill with cancer. She got diagnosed at 36 years old, got diagnosed with terminal cancer. Um, and, yeah, she had, she had uh, six or 12 months left to live between there. And, uh, it really, it was like, shit, it was a big wake-up. And um, so, yeah, just kept chatting to her for ages. And then, you know, eventually I was talking to my dad and we're like, let's do it. Like, this is perfect. It, it was like with what happened with my nan to what she's going through just everything. It was perfect. She lived in Melbourne. So like, it was, it was pretty easy. Um, so I rang her, face her and I said, you know, do you want to come? Like, let's do it. And she was stoked. She's balling her eyes out and she was so excited and couldn't wait. And, you know, she had all, it was pretty hard to get accommodation because Phillip Island's literally on an island. So it's really small and super hard to stay on there. But she's like, you know, I, I'm, just in Melbourne, like I'll just drive every day. So, oh, perfect! Like this is sweet. And um, so yeah, she was so excited, and we just kept chatting. And then some time went by, and come to October, we were still talking everything. And I went, I went, me and Dad went riding at Eastern Creek in in Sydney. And I uh, I had a pretty pretty big crash. I was going two hundred k's and and came off. I went wide. and came off and broke some ribs and amnesia and concussion and did my back and it was a it was a pretty big one <laughs> yeah um so I was like and that was a week before a week before Philip so I was like I, I don't know if I'll be able to go like I can't move I, I was just I was in hospital and on all these drugs and yeah I couldn't couldn't move couldn't do anything and then literally like that week I was like I'm I'm going to Philip Island like I don't care. Like I have to go. So and I recovered really quick. So um just took all the drugs I could (laughs) did all the sleep I could get and um yeah recovered pretty quick and um it 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 wasn't the most pleasant. The flight was definitely painful and, and the driving and all that was pretty painful. But we got there and and um yeah stayed the night. And then we're there the next day, and and she had some she had some problems with you know her cancer and stuff the night before or the morning of, and um and some trouble just a lot of troubles with all that. I'm not sure. I didn't go into detail. I just I said that's fine. It's okay. Um, so she couldn't make it. Well, she made it, and then had to turn around and go back. And it's like a three hour, two hour drive. So it's not a small drive at all. It's a big drive from where she was to to Phillip Island. And um, anyway, second day came around, and I was talking to Remy this whole time too, and he was super nice. I like, texted me all the time. Like, it was really strange, actually. Like, he was just like onto it straight away. And um, so yeah, he was talking to me about it, and he said, "Yeah, we're like, let's do it. Like, this is good, and you know, we'll do it. Like, come see me." And so anyway, next day, next day came around, and and she ended up making it. And we got there and we are just hanging out, spending time. And, um, and got a text from Remy and he said, look, um, we're at you guys. I'll come see us. So anyway, we go down and we see Remy and he come outside of his pits area and seen her. And she was ecstatic. She was, um, she was absolutely loving it. And, um, and got a picture with her and signed some things with her and it was really cool. And, um, like he was only there for two seconds and then people just swarmed. And I, I said to him, oh, I'm so sorry. I was like I'm so sorry, I didn't mean to do this to you. Like you're gonna be here for hours. He's like, No, it's all right. He was super nice about it. And uh, anyway, it was, it was only there like two seconds, it was real quick, but it's all I expected. You know, that's he had that's all he had to do. Um she was ecstatic. I was super happy. So it was all it was all good. We went back and I was, I was going to text him I was going to be like oh you know thank you so much really appreciate it you know the full spiel. and I just forgot we're just we're watching the bikes and stuff and just forgot about it and he no, i got this text from remmy he's like hey um come down come down to um the pits and we'll sort out some paddock passes and we'll get you car parking and we'll do all this for you I was like whoa like you know, you didn't have to do this. Like, you've gone above and beyond. Uh, this is wild. Like, didn't expect it at all. Thought what you did was enough. But, um, yeah, so she ended up having to go early because of the, the long drive and, you know, what was going on. So I went down and, and seen him and he came upstairs and, and was talking to me for ages and we're talking about you, Leo, how, how you guys met and um, talking about, like, you know, the, the racing and just... We were talking for for quite a while, which again I didn't expect at all. He was, he was super nice, and we're there with his girlfriend uh, Clara, and they're both you know super nice, and got me to sign some forms for these these paddock passes and, and the car parking, and so yeah, he, we were just talking for a while. And it was super super good, super nice, and um, but we couldn't we couldn't sign the second one for the paddock pass because she wasn't there. She had to sign it, so he said come see me in the morning when you get here and we'll meet up again and she can sign it and you know, all good. So I thought sweet. And um, so I watched the qualifying and everything and came back the the next day. And this whole time, over the whole weekend, while he's super busy, you know, writing and stuff, he's, he's sitting there texting me, you know, saying, you know, do this, do this, when does this suit? It's like, I was like, what are you doing? Like, (laughs) <laughs> you're about to go about to go hit 350 k's an hour like focus um but no he was he was super nice and so the next day came and i said yep she's here you know we'll sort it out and um you know what it's like now they have the riders doing about 20 laps before the race even begins for the fans and so they were doing the the parade and we're waiting there for ages for him because he told you told us to meet him outside his pit and we're waiting there for a while And I thought, oh shit! Like, I'm gonna quickly go to the toilet. I'll come back, and she was waiting there. And while I'm gone, he texts me. He's like, "All right, sorry about the wait. I'm here." Um, I said, "Oh, she's just waiting out the front. Um, like you'll you'll spot her." And um, anyway, so I'm I'm sitting there, and I come back. Like as I'm walking out, I get these photos from her, and the ones I sent you, and and she's sitting on Remy's bike. I'm like, no way and um so yeah i couldn't believe it like he took her in and um you know she she was telling me she was like yeah i'm friends with the manager now and like so she was talking to the manager and talking to remy and all his team and clara and so i thought he was just going to go to fill out the paperwork and you know that was it but no yeah he bring her into the box and was showing her around and getting her on the bike and took some photos and this was all before before his race so like just it was nuts. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. So unfortunately I didn't I didn't get to be there. He was he was asking where I was, but yeah, unfortunately I wasn't there. Which I gutted about, absolutely gutted. <laughs> I, was, I was pretty pissed. No, I wasn't actually pissed, but I was I was happy for her. And um yeah, so it was it was really good and, and really nice, extremely nice of him. And um yeah, so he's just gone above and beyond whatever I could have asked for. You know, he he did and he was super yeah takes me all day every
0: day it was he was so nice yeah i mean i have only positive experiences with him too uh, yeah it kind of is i mean he did more for her than he did for me because i guess it's kind of what you had <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah. It's one, you know and um but he was always so keen on making it work for the other person i mean if it's me uh-huh. or you know, whatever there were uh, last year before his Motor 2 race he said hey we can meet before the uh, warm-up session and uh, there were people around him then asking for a photo and i was like oh gosh uh, why, why yeah. are you doing this i, I wouldn't let's <laughs> you have your race in a couple of uh, in a couple of minutes I mean, it was a couple of hours, but you know, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same thing again uh, this year in Austria, where he uh, he came before the Moto gp race. A couple of more people asked him for a photo, and he was kind of pissed because the whole KTM thing went down like hours earlier or the evening before, I don't know. And yeah. he still tried to uh, try to do everything he could. He bought me some merch because you know. Mm. And only buy the Remy merch in Australia. So it oh such- is that
1: true
0: yeah I mean at the time at least but I saw a couple of merch uh merchandise shop at the track so it was kind of me in the end but uh yeah because I texted him I'm like hey uh, I would like to get some of your merch I think it would be cool but I can't order or I can order it but I have to pay like 35 dollars in shipping fee which yeah sorry I'm not paying this
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. You're yes. not worth
1: that much
0: me <laughs> Excuse me, I didn't understand.
1: I said you're not worth that much, Remy.
0: No. <laughs> I mean I want to do <laughs> it for Remy, but not to some uh packaging company. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm just joking. No, like hey, this is the situation. Uh, I would like to give you some money in it, you know, because I don't expect from to give it to me. Mm-hmm. And Oh, I don't want anything. I have it laying at home. So yeah, and you can actually see me on the broadcast wearing this. So yeah, that's...
1: I was I was about to say I seen the <laughs> I seen the photo. Yeah, nice. I, uh, the I thought it was pretty
0: funny. Yeah, but it's it's nice to hear that he's not only this nice to me because I I like to say I mean he's a better person and he's a writer and he's a world champion. You know. Yeah. So it's so amazing that he even did this because. I can imagine that all the stress you have during a GP is like oh. ten on your home GP. I mean, yeah. awesome. Austria there were a couple of people asking him for photos, you know, and it wasn't much, but I can imagine how uh, how much it must be in Australia. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: But um, I forgot, I forgot to mention too uh, when when he came in up and see me when she had gone and I was filling out the paperwork, so I was like, um, because I had I had hair exactly like yours. And I was I was gonna do a, fi- a fundraiser for cancer. I was like, oh, like you know, you don't have to, but do you want to shave my head? He's like, yeah, yeah, I'm down. <laughs> um, and it didn't end up happening in the end because I didn't get to see him, but we um, would have taken too long as well. But still, like, he was like, yeah, like let's do it, like before the race. So comes here tomorrow, but it didn't end up happening. But um, but like, yeah, he was he was super keen on it. He's like, yeah, let's, let's shave your head.
0: <laughs> but yeah so going back a couple of steps uh, after you texted me i texted remy and he texted you how this whole conversation went down
1: uh i can't remember exactly but he was like um hey I, like i heard what happened you know i'm so sorry let's make it happen i said you know thank you for, so much you know for even replying blah 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 um and then he's just like like you know text me you know a week before the island, so so there wasn't much conversation um so I kind of just texted him waited and you know we weren't going to have a full conversation so just waited a week before the island I texted him he's like yep still gonna make it happen and then from that point on it was kind of just like you know like let's do let's meet at this time or let's meet there or you know just stuff like that um but then we had like a conversation while we're there but um yeah like it was still no super conversation but it was was still like
0: he was still chatting and um
1: talking to me so
0: again more than more than i asked so yeah. i i got to be honest i was a little bit afraid that he uh forgets it because yeah not because i don't trust him but because of all the surroundings oh, all the... He, you know yeah, I, yeah. Thought, I was really happy when i thought that it actually came to fruition yeah um, yeah can you explain a little bit uh, or tell me about uh, the fundraising you did then well so i organized the fundraising i mean and, it's something for charity right
1: yeah so i was going to shave my head for charity and I, I had it all organized and then as i got closer, i'm like well i'm not sure if it's actually going to happen um you know there's like because on the on the fundraising, it's like, what day are you going to do it? What time are you going to do it? Like, what equipment do you need? And it was pretty in details. Like, well, you know, this could happen on Friday, Saturday or Sunday. It might not happen at all. You know, like, he could be super busy. I don't really expect him to. Um, you know, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of things that had to go into place for it to actually happen. Um, so I ended up saying, look, you know, uh, I won't do the fundraising. I, I will still donate myself, but I won't make it a big, you know, fundraising thing. Um, and then end up just didn't shave my head there because, you know, stuff happened and didn't get there and, you know, ran out of time or whatnot. But um, still shave my head here in America. And um, I'll be raising money when I get um.
0: So uh, I'll, uh,
1: I'll donate. I won't raise money, but I'll donate
0: personally, yeah yeah definitely uh send me the link where you want to donate so well I can i can put it in my story with the whole podcast and uh talk a little bit about Very true! I didn't hear about that but yeah if i can help you with that uh i would love to and uh yeah regarding philip island because it's such an amazing track i mean you you picked the best race on the season
1: oh you know? it, was, it was nuts absolutely um, ridiculous
0: yeah uh, how was the whole paddock? Because to be honest, I've never seen a paddock from the inside of Moto GP. I'm kind of yeah,
1: it, well it was um because they had because there wasn't enough uh garages, so they had Moto 3, some of the Moto 3 and and a few Moto 2 teams at the back. So where you're walking, um, you look to the right and there's all you can see inside all their garages and stuff, and then working on the bikes and I've even got a photo I can send it to you of like the just the raw Moto 3 engine. It's just crazy to look at like what they do to it. And um, like Joel Kelso was out the back there. And there wasn't there was quite a few people at the back, but there wasn't heaps. But you know, you just see riders and managers and team bosses and stuff. And it's kind of like, oh, well, like I see them on TV all the time. Like it was, it was quite a, a weird, um, I don't really get starstruck, but it was kind of just like, that, oh, that's a bit weird. But, um, so, yeah, I was, I was speaking to heaps of riders, heaps of team. But, like, on the, the Friday night, um, we are out for dinner and Herve Pontreau was sitting right next to us. And, um, like, some of the riders and, you know, it's kind of just – because because Philofile is such a small place, there's only so few places to go to. You see, you know, a heap of riders, a heap of team bosses and managers and uh, mechanics and all that. So, yeah, it was pretty weird and seeing them all. And then uh, when Remy got me the, the paddock pass on Saturday, on that Saturday afternoon, I was like, oh, I kind of just want to go down have a look and, you know, just see what's happening. Literally just ride up, ride up, ride a team boss walking past everyone and talking to them and having a chat. Um, yeah, it was, it was really weird, but super cool experience. Like I was, there was a mechanic I ended up talking to for ages, talked to this, uh, he was Alex Marquez's uh marketing manager I think he was but like he's really involved in the box and everything and just talked to him for ages about everything just in super detail and like he just went on and on like absolutely loved his job you could tell and just explained to me everything and it was just such a cool experience and then I was talking to you know Sam Lowe's you know Joe Roberts and Raul Fernandez just talking about different things um but yeah like it was just a real weird just because you see it on TV all the time, but uh, a real cool, cool experience. So um, yeah. Thank him for that. But most of all, thank you. you um, you put this all together. If it wasn't for you, none of this would have happened. She wouldn't have had this experience. I wouldn't have had this experience This to this point. Um, but yeah, like you've made this, this woman's life. Like she's over the moon. I, I can't kind even of tell you i'm still in contact with her and she can't believe it she ended up meeting like uh she got a photo of some writers her absolute favorite but after remy uh fabio quattararo and she um she absolutely obsessed with him and um so she was absolutely over the moon and yeah can't thank you enough she's just um she's ecstatic and i'm so thankful for you and and for remy
0: yeah, I mean, uh, it makes me happy that uh, you had a great experience, and it makes me happy that she had a great experience. Like all, I basically did was send a screenshot. But <laughs> if that's what it takes to make uh, someone's life better, you know, this is a yeah. forever. This is a moment you will remember forever. Yeah, um, and especially in such a difficult situation as she is, because as I said, I had a few family members pass away from cancer. Um. Some of them were like a more peaceful death, and some yeah. of them were more rough, but everything yeah. was wasn't peaceful at all on a grand scale, you know. And yeah. you have to give someone some joy and, uh, yeah, do do with those things which are rather small for me. you know, I took a screenshot. Mm-hmm. I said, "Hey, this is what happened. This is his ad. You should see it, I feel like, you know. And it makes such an impact that you get to get uh, in contact with Remy and Remy being the awesome person that he is. Mm -hmm. uh, All this happening, you know, it it makes me happy. And this is because I would like to talk to you because uh, this is something I'm generally interested in, how this whole thing played out. And yeah, if if I can make people happy with uh, such a small thing, and of course remy was such a big thing like you said he went over and above but that's just the type of guy he is you know uh, then yeah then, exactly. no tonight i will sleep better yeah but um yeah like she
1: was she's super positive with it all like she's um, uh, she she's accepted what's what's her fate is and um you know she uses it as her humor so i don't really know how to take it when she says it but um like she's like you know you've made my life like <laughs> this is the best experience ever and like just super, she's super positive, and um, yeah, like she's just living her life. She's doing absolutely everything until she's until she's not. She's um just doing all these experiences, and she sends me photos and videos of things she's doing, and she's she's living the life. She's living it up. Um,
0: That's what you gotta do. You you know yeah. stories so like what would you do if it if it was your last day? And exactly, you know, you're like this is what. Uh, what people shows them what they really want because you know if you would would tell me hey you have one more year to live, I would quit my job. I would spend all mm-hmm. my money doing uh, some crazy crazy things that would make me happy. You know, hundred percent, yeah, yeah. But oftentimes you don't get the perspective because obviously if I expect to live like for another seventy years, I can't spend all my money now and do just yeah yeah. yeah. You got to plan it. Yeah, you get a planet. You have to be um, responsible, but um, yeah, I, I'm I'm happy that she didn't get depressed and just accepted her fate. I mean, it is what it yes. is. Change it, but you can make the best out of it. And it's happy. It makes me so happy that uh, that you you put this all all together. You should you should be uh, proud of yourself. I'm happy that remy did all what he did and i mean i just kind of connected the dots with a small message and if that's what it takes to make someone's life better i'm more than happy to do it you know and it's just a minor part so the big thanks goes goes of, uh, to remy and to you
1: yeah it just it just shows like it's like just the small things can can do so much like um i was i texted uh um you I was like you know like why like why what's going to stop me from texting you like what do I lose well nothing so it's like well I'm just going to do it because I can't lose the, the worst he says is well, I can't do that or you know he doesn't reply mm-hmm. so I'm like well you know it's such a small thing and I can't lose like I'm as well and um and that's what I did and and then you know you replied and then it turned into this this huge thing just just from this little message that I sent because I was like well, why not stuff it turned into this huge thing of you know her meeting Remy and, and Fabio and um, sitting on Remy's bike and, you know, and, and Remy had such a small part of it. Like he did something, he did a big thing, but to him, it's probably something so small. And like, like it was a bunch of small things just built up and it turned into this big thing. And like just a small part on everyone's behalf turned into this huge thing for her. And, um, yeah, it it's it's just shows just
0: small things and it. it can uh, add up. Yeah, I mean it, it kind of went exponentially. So yeah. the more uh, the, all the small steps towards the end or well, so much more, you know. And what kind of a dickhead would I be if I said no, yeah. I can't do this. I mean <laughs> time... Yeah, I would have I
1: would the pressed the unfollow button. <laughs> yeah no,
0: I'm just it's the least yeah, rightfully so. I mean, <laughs> I mean <laughs> it sometimes that I don't read messages because they're in my request folder and I don't check it every day. Uh, yeah. You know, usually I see what people send me. Sometimes yeah. it's lost a little bit because there are a lot of people in my DMs, but I try to uh, respond to everybody because even if it's not something big like uh, your message, I still try to connect. You know, and I feel like that's only benefited me, you know. I've so oh, many exactly. positive experiences from people. Yeah, many uh, awesome people through this. For example, Remy. Without him, this wouldn't be possible. Uh, I met you, and you know, so on. And I, I really feel like uh, I want to, I want to do something positive. I mean, if it's just somebody, uh, who texts me things like, "Hey, I none of my friends watch MotoGP," and. Through your page, it's it's a little bit more interesting. You yeah. Know? I mean, I feel that because none of my friends watch it, so oh, you know, I'm the same. <laughs> kind of wrong, you know? and uh, yeah. But back to the back to the original one. I mean, all those small steps. You you never know how much of an impact you could make with uh, with something so small. You know, and yeah. Yeah, for me. I guess it, it's it's not that as small as you think. I think it's still a lot of uh, management involved to get someone better, pat- oh. pat- but- uh, 100%, yeah, yeah, yeah. If he has the uh, capability of doing that for you, it shows more to his character that he's doing it and not saying yeah. That, you know? That's what's really amazing to me that basically the picture of him, that I how I get to know, uh, got to know him, that's exactly how he behaves uh, towards you, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah, he, yeah he, was, he was super good. And as I said before, like, um, just super nice and, and genuine. Like, just, you know, just in case, like, yeah, I'll, I'll do that for you. Yeah, I'll, I'll do this for you. It's like, well, okay. <laughs> no, I didn't even ask you. Like, you just did it. But, um, and then back to what you said, like, I, I have no friends. But besides my dad, like, I have no friends that watch MotoGP and, and that's how I came across your page. I was "Oh, this is really funny." And and now we're like just we're on a podcast. We're, we're friends and talking. And probably will we'll, we'll, will I'll see you over in Europe. I told you that. And um, but yeah, just um, yeah, just small things and, and not even small things like a GP, but even saying you know hello to that random person, you know, could be you know your next best friend. That's what I mean. Like just small things like that. Um, doesn't even have
0: to be towards anything. Just yeah, just
1: making friends and whatnot. But,
0: uh, yeah i mean you never know what what kind of burden people are carrying with themselves because everybody has some shit to deal with and some exactly. are, some are a little bit more obvious uh like you texted me exactly what the deal was so i knew but even when you don't know i mean it's it doesn't hurt you to be nice and you don't have to do uh too much where uh, to a point where you kind of uh where you, I don't know how you say it in English. When when you do too much to the other person and neglect yourself, you know. Yeah, I mean, just those small things are so important. And do you know the uh, story of Remy's broken hand uh, in the Winter Test? Uh I like I know he had a broken hand and everything, but not in not in great detail. Okay, so uh, we recorded the podcast. For example, another an, another thing that. Uh, that makes me like Remy so much because I asked him, hey, I have this idea about a podcast. Uh, I would like to do it with you. And he was like, yeah, sure. Come to Spain in the winter. We will do it. And we texted a little bit about it. And then I ended up going to Barcelona and uh, we were recording him. He invited me to a workshop, showed me everything there. And he didn't have to do it, you know, but hmm. he did and he is uh, very selfless. Do you say it like this in English? Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's he's very selfless and that's what I like. But yeah, we record the podcast the next day. We uh, were invited by Remy to go to Rocker's Ranch, mm-hmm. the motocross track. I don't know if you uh, heard about yeah. it. Yeah, yes, riding there with uh, his uh, motocross bike, and uh, yeah. Talking with us, showing us uh, things where you can watch and all of this. So he was really caring, even though it was his training, you know. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's kind of shows him um, shows the kind of uh, person he is. But then he uh, he had I didn't see it, but uh, I've heard from him that he had this jump, and when he came down on the handlebar, his wrist broke. <laughs> so he was coming back to the van and you knew something was off because they are usually he comes with the bike and everything's fine and he was just talking to us But this uh, uh this situation a lot of people were coming with him so me and my girlfriend was like okay let's not disturb him something's going on here we don't know what yeah you know? and um then after things calmed down a little bit uh, he was like yeah uh, i broke my hand i'm so sorry i wrote your day here yeah 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 i'm like bro don't worry about me <laughs> worry about yourself you know and yeah. asking him like um hey can i do something for you whatever he was like no my girlfriend will pick up the dog because uh, bella was uh, with him in the van and he was going to the hospital he was apologizing all the time you know and
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, it kind of was weird because i felt so sorry for him because I knew the MotoGP test was like two or three weeks away.
1: I was about to say, he's he's, a, he's apologizing and he's about to go ride a MotoGP bike with a, a broken hand.
0: Yeah. And <laughs> yeah. first of all, I'm like, hey, you don't need to apologize to me, but he did. So, yeah. This exactly. So he's such a lovely guy. And this is especially, this is like the reason, because I know him, yes, but he's super friendly. He's like, he's <laughs> more friendly to me most of my friends you know <laughs> and yeah. and uh when you when you hear him uh talk about ktm this whole season i mean he felt it felt like he was a little bit uh yeah a little bit kind of getting depressed by this whole situation and being so sad in austria with the whole media i think you could see it and it it hurts me to see because he deserves so much more and yeah, it's it's a rough business. I feel very very sorry for
1: him. Yeah, and like just speaking about that, like because Dad and and Wayne, his dad, uh, my dad, and his dad were were friends, and um and then when they were uh, Luca and his brother and Remy were born and you know raised in Spain and and they just worked tirelessly from when I was super young, riding and racing and stuff and doing super well, and then eventually Moto three, and like it was not and it's not easy for them like you could tell and um and then by the two you know you struggle for like for i think a year or two and then eventually do well but, like it's such a it's such a long road to get there and then after one year you get put on a bad bike yeah and you know you're out after all that time to finally get there and it's like no it's yeah. like you know we, we obviously don't know what's going on behind the scenes but you know, you can kinda of tell like what the, the person that Remy is and you can see that like the results of the bike. It, it you know, you can you can get a gist of, of what's happening. And it's yeah, it's not it's not fair at all, but it's the way it is. And and hopefully he crushes uh crushes well super
0: Yeah, I hope so. I really hope so because he deserves so much more and um, talking uh, with him about his whole journey from Australia to Spain you could hear that it was difficult for him and there were a lot of occasions where he's like okay I'm giving up and this but at the end he never lost his focus so yeah that's basically all we discussed uh, in the podcast in the winter and I'm hoping that we can uh, we can do another one in this winter so Maybe get a little bit behind the scenes info from the whole KTM shit.
1: Mm.
0: Yeah. I would really, really love to go to Phillip Island one day, but it's such... Yeah, fun fun. Day, you, know? yeah. you have to come. You know? Yeah. Fly. It's a it's a
1: it's like coming to America. It was a 14-hour flight. Yeah. And it's um, just...
0: I believe it's, just,
1: it's...
0: I believe it's like... I believe from europe to australia is at least like 24 hours
1: yeah it's 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 so it's so far from anything um like it's just it's ridiculous like yeah our flight today home is 20, 20 hours or something just because of stopovers and stuff and it's it's just so far from anything
0: so it's yeah it's pretty rare Where are you in the u.s right now
1: i'm in the u.s right now we're flying home today but um yeah normally in australia where are you Where am I?
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, Austin, Texas. So I'm like 40 minutes away from Coda.
0: Oh, nice. And what are you doing there?
1: Uh, My brother owns a business over here. Oh, wrong side. Um, He owns like NFTs and stuff. Does like an NFT business. And um, he had a big, uh, like, I don't know what you call it. Just forgot the name, but a big uh, thing over here with all his business partners and stuff and we came over and so yeah we've been over here and traveled around with him and now we're at home with him in his house
0: and uh, gone home today that's nice so i wish him good luck with the business sorry i wish him good luck with the business <laughs> yeah thank you um, i'll
1: um i have to put you on make you a millionaire
0: yeah i mean <laughs> it' so they that... work right now it could be a great uh, opportunity to invest in nfts because the whole crypto is all so down there so yeah so uh, yeah he's he's
1: doing really well so very proud of him very happy
0: yeah that's nice so uh, back to australia i would love to come there what what do you feel like is the track like is it a good experience is it what would oh. you recommend to someone who's never been there it's uh, it's it's a such a gnarly track.
1: Like you see it on TV and it, it looks you know insane, it looks crazy, but you get there and it's like everything's bigger and faster and it's in, more insane. Like you look in that straight and you can't see it on TV and, and but you hear the writer say all you can see is the ocean. And then you like, you know, you on TV and you can't really see it, but you get there and it's like, whoa, like you you can't see that first corner until you're like there. And they're going, you know, 350, 350. I think the top was 355 kilometres an hour. I think they got to. Um, but it's just so quick. And um, it got me so excited to start riding again. Even with my ribs, I was like, we're coming here next year. We're going to ride here next year. So, so we're going to make a trip of it next year. And we're going to go down to Phillip Island and, and ride. So, yeah, very, very lucky to be close and be able to ride it. Because it's it's my favorite track in the whole world, and it's just it's insane. And we've got tracks, you know, in Sydney that are just as good. Yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, the track definitely produced some great racing. Oh yeah. Where would you recommend to sit?
1: Um, it, it's it's a hard one because you've got um where Siberia is. Um, I'm not sure what turn number it is. I think it's turn five i think it is um and it's such a good area you can see you know almost the whole track but it gets the most weather so it's all all it's pretty windy you know if it's raining you get hammered with rain so it's pretty much wherever the good seats are you have the most risk of you know getting hit by the weather wherever the bad seats are you're going to be in for it for be warm so yeah just because the weather we had it is like it is on tv it's four seasons in one day so on friday i think it was it was freezing cold and then it was super hot and then it started raining like belting down and then it was super windy and it was yeah it was just it's crazy so you have to really be prepared with everything you got you need winter jackets and then you need your
0: your, uh, your shorts and you need your beanie and then your hat and yeah it's it's crazy yeah, I mean, I've been to the Formula One race in Spa last year. Mm-hmm. Shed show with the safety car, so I know <laughs> about that weather. Yeah, uh, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would, I would rather sit somewhere and freeze or get wet or whatever, mm-hmm. and have a great race to see from a great uh, grandstand. Yep. Then yeah,
1: so, Siberia or, or Turn One is probably the the best.
0: Yeah, I would say. I mean, in Australia, we sat on the uh, grandstands last year because uh, like the start, finish straight, because Mm -hmm. we got um, uh, tickets from the company I worked for. They were sponsoring Mm -hmm. the brands and I got some tickets. It was pretty nice, so I didn't complain. But yeah, yeah, we bought uh, the tickets ourselves and we bought it at the New Chicane and it was amazing. I mean, yeah you could see so much the same with valencia valencia is such a great track for all the fans it's uh, like a big stadium yeah yeah basically uh, we sat at turn six and you could see the whole track except like the last call and the uh, start finish straight which is as far as you can watch you know and yeah, yeah i have a like 55 second video of the moto gp start where I just film the tracks uh, the bikes going around the track and you can you cannot see the start obviously but coming yeah. up first corner and going into the last corner you could see everything you know?
1: yeah it's crazy but like yeah like in Phillip Island, no matter where you sit it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty insane pretty much every circuits like that um but yeah like Valencia would be you know it's just a big stadium so you can see absolutely everything it's it's crazy but uh where we were sitting at philip island they didn't have a, a big screen or they didn't have commentary or well, they had a big screen but it was pretty hard to see and they had no sound like no commentary or anything so it was pretty hard you just see like you know the bikes fly by and you're like oh, who was that <laughs> and then um so i had binoculars and i was i was reading the the big screen and i was i was pretty much the the relay of information for everyone standing there um so it was it was still you know, crazy, but yeah, I wish there was. They had a some commentary just to know what was going on at least. But um, yeah,
0: that was my one my one complaint for what a crazy race it was. Yeah, I feel like qualifying and free practice is super pointless to watch live. Mm-hmm. When you don't have the exact timing, I don't know what to watch there. There exactly, just, especially when you've been to a Grand Prix or two, you get used to the bike, so it's not as spectacular anymore. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, but I really enjoy those Fridays to get to know the tracks, get to know the area, you know. But yeah, just
1: walk around and see everything.
0: Yeah, in Austria, for example, we uh, we watched the whole qualifying on our phones at the campsite, and then went to the track for the Moto E and the uh, uh, rookies' cup race. Yeah, yeah. On Saturday, and then obviously on Sunday, we had the whole experience. Missed the Moto Three race because of Remy, but it was kind of worth it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So uh, before I let you go, what are your uh, what are your predictions for Valencia?
1: Uh, I don't know. Like I was just watching the qualifying this morning, and because um, it's the morning over here, and um, there's six Ducatis in the top ten. So it's uh, it's looking super difficult, but I would say I reckon Jack Miller is going to win. Bit of bias. Um, I'm not sure. Second, Bastianini maybe, and third, Banyai. I have I have no idea, honestly. It's uh it's all up in the air at the moment because it's only free practice two. Well, but it's... um, I I don't think Fabio is going to do it as much as I want him to. I, I don't think
0: he's going to. I mean, it would be such an incredible story, but. I just, I oh. just don't see it. But the comeback in itself is so great by Pekomania yeah, that he absolutely deserves it. Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and Moto Two, what do you think? Moto Two,
1: again, I want Agura to win, but I, I think Fernandez has got it. Um, and as for results, I hope Augusto and uh, and I have a have a good battle. So, uh, but I. Uh, I can't really predict at the moment but um i hope that happens i'll be that'll be such a good race
0: yeah but it would be really pointless for augusto to battle Ayogura. yeah
1: because... actually i do i do have one prediction pedro costa p1 yeah percent. He's, he's doing good in practice and uh, i think he's going to do it
0: yeah i signed that right now because he was i didn't watch the free practice i just saw the uh, timetable and he was really, really good in both uh sessions. Yeah, he
1: was he was top of the
0: session all all the whole time. But I don't necessarily see uh having a good, good race either because he never been there on a Moto two bike. Uh yeah. Yeah, it's difficult.
1: I, I hope I hope he does, but I, I I can't really say it either. That's why I'm saying Fernandez is gonna win, but we'll see what happens. It can it can all change on Sunday.
0: Yeah, of but I grew up uh, big time uh, in Sepang, and that's like what he deserved, because yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's cruel, but when you make a mistake, it like, this, uh, you probably don't deserve uh, a world championship, you know? He pu- he pushed when he didn't need to, exactly. So yeah, difficult. Difficult situation. But thank you very much for uh, your time. We wrapped up right around an hour, I guess a little bit uh, less, and mm-hmm. It was really, really heartwarming to hear the story. makes me so happy that it all came to fruition and it was such a great experience. And yeah, it proves- Thank you, just wanted to
1: say thank you.
0: You're welcome, but it proves once again- Thank you for having me. Yeah, it proves once again, uh, what kind of awesome person Remy is and that he deserves so much better. He deserves all the championships in the world. Thanks for being on. We uh, we somehow made it possible with, despite with all the time difference. Oh,
1: it was it was a it was a struggle. I thought if it doesn't happen today, I thought we're gonna it's gonna take some time, but we got it done, so all good. And uh, I'll, I'll keep chatting to you. We'll, we'll keep talking for sure, Thank and you I'll you right. see you over in Europe. Yeah. Goodbye. All right. See ya.